Our scripture lesson for this Sunday is from the book of Genesis, the ninth chapter. It's a story of the rainbow. And God said to Noah and his sons, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that was with you, the birds, the livestock, and all the wild animals that came out of the ark with you, every living creature on earth. And God said, this is a sign of the covenant I am making between me and you and every creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. I covenant with you never again will all living creatures be drowned when the, when the waters rise up from the earth. And I have set a rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. And whenever I bring clouds over the earth and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you and every living creature of every kind. And never again will the waters be the flood to destroy all life, because whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on earth. Well, dear friends in Christ, grace and peace be unto you from God our Father, from our Lord, and from our Savior Jesus Christ. Well, this is a really familiar Bible passage I expect to all of us because when we were little in the Sunday school, one of the very first stories we heard about God was that there was a great flood and it covered the earth and Noah built an ark and he put all these animals in it and they were on the water and then finally they came to a rest on top of a mountain and the dove flew away and when the dove didn't come back, Noah was able to go back on land and God made this promise to him that God said, I am going to put a rainbow after huge storms and you will be able to see that rainbow and that will be a sign of my covenant that I will never do this to you again. And well, we've learned a lot about rainbows since then. We know about lake diffusion and prisms and all that sort of stuff. But I don't think there's ever a time when we aren't thrilled by seeing the rainbow. The rainbow has always been a sign of hope to us that no matter how bad things might be today, there is this symbol that God is watching over us. I'm interested, I'm not sure they did this because of any religious background, but I know what the sign of the gay pride movement, for example, is a rainbow. It says there's a place, there's a place in God's creation for people of every color, of every kind. What struck me reading the story this week, though, is something I'd never seen before. And that is that God didn't put this rainbow in the sky to tell us to remember. He put it there to remind himself to remember. And it's very hard for me to get my arms around the whole idea that God doesn't know what's going on. And yet, it's pretty clear. He says that whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it. And I will remember the everlasting covenant that I made with you. The covenant that God makes with us is always a two-way street. And normally in the Bible, and normally when we think about covenant, we think in terms of, you know, of being sorry because you know, we're starting the, the season of Lent this week. We're sorry because we have violated the covenant. But God puts himself in our place in this story. And what God says is, I have to be reminded myself that I made the covenant. It's a two-way street. 
so as we begin this Lent and as we begin to take stock of our lives and where we may have fallen short of the mark and where we may have actually been really wrong and we ask God to forgive our sins, there's something strange about this, but we also pray for God. We pray for the everlasting, the eternal force of the universe. We pray that within this covenant, God and we together can build a world of peace and justice and righteousness. We can't do it without God. But this rainbow story, I think, tells us that God can't do it without us either. We don't just sit back, but we fulfill our part of the bargain. And when we see the rainbow, we're filled with hope that no matter how bleak and dark things seem today, things will be better tomorrow. And that is the good news. Thanks be to God. Now, could we join in a word of prayer? Our Father, we do thank you for the blessings you've given us. We thank you for the hope that's appearing on the horizon after this year of pandemic. We begin as thanking, as always, those who've worked so hard and put their lives on the line to protect all of us, for the hospital workers and the nursing home workers and the medical community of all kinds, those who drive ambulances and those, the police officers and the firefighters and all those who risk their lives to save ours. We thank you for their sacrifice. We thank you for the teachers and the store owners and the farmers and the utility linemen and all of those who don't really get to just stay inside and shelter in this time of despair. We thank you for what they do. We lift our prayers as always for the hungry, for the homeless, for the victims of wars and natural disasters. We lift our prayers for all those who suffer. We pray for our president and our governor and for all the men and women in the armed forces. We pray for one another that during this season of Lent, we may learn more about our love for one another, more about our love for you. And we do this in the name of Jesus who taught us these words, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us our day our daily bread and forgive us as we forgive our enemies. Lead us not into temptation, Lord, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and make God's face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up the light of God's countenance upon you and give each of you God's peace. Thank you for watching us. Have a wonderful week.